When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there. Good afternoon. It is the uh, Thursday Laurie and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, and it's a very special day. One of the most special days of the year. Ah, here at my talk. You can just get joked. You're picking about. So let's do it. Yeah. Go, 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 Lori. Go, Lori. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. I just want to say to Lori, happy birthday, Lori. This is a big. Age goals. My favorite wish today was from my son-in-law who said, "Happy 40th birthday." Is that <laughs> nice or not? No, that is nice. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, <laughs> if you want to know, you know our boss, Mr. Seaman. Yeah. Mr. Seaman, I said it's Lori's birthday today, and he goes, "Oh, it is. What is she? 48?" Yeah, I love it. Age is but a number, and it shall remain a mystery, except for all the people who actually know me, which is everybody listening, basically. (laughs) I know. This one, it's not that big of a deal for me. Well, you know what? For me. Yeah. Safely four years behind, but you know what freaked me out? I got to thank you, Sherry O. You know who you are. I, okay, I vividly remember spending most of my 29th year on this earth fretting about being 30, because... I didn't want to be married, mm-hmm. and I didn't think I wanted to have kids. I was in a crisis. Mm-hmm. I'm about to be 30, so sure. that was a hard birthday. Um, spent a, I, I spent 49 freaking out about 50, and then I had a party with a band. We had Big so much diamond fun. ring. I went to Paris, and I was like, I'm never going to freak out about a birthday again. Right. And all my high school girlfriends are like freaking out, you know. They're and then my friend Sherry O says to me at Grandma's, she says. You know, Lori, it's really something. Three quarters of our life is over. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she said that. Yeah. She goes, just think, three quarters of our life is over. I'm like, holy crap, Jeez. don't make me do math. And then I was like, you're right. And it's just been in the back of my mind. And then today I wake up. I wake up to a treasure I love the scavenger hunts that Casey yeah. puts oh, you yeah. on. Yeah, tell us about that. Well, so Casey, it starts with it started maybe like five years ago. He got this idea of leaving a trail of sticky notes, with where clues. I uh, yeah, with clues to lead me to my present or I presents. Love, I love this. Okay, so I get a I get a sticky note, and um, 
and it says to go somewhere and I had he I have trouble with his writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was kind of running around like a rabbit in my kitchen, you know, darting this way and right. that, trying to figure out where this thing was and that thing was. And then I I, I get in our naughty drawer, you know, everybody mm-hmm. has a naughty yep. dresser drawer. What do I find? I find a pair of half rubber leopard uh, booties. Boots, you know, like rain boots, but they're leopard and they only go to the ankle. And nice. it was because at, I know you hate me talking about the Jazz Fest oh, in gosh. New Orleans. Oh, yeah. But we're thinking about them. They're getting a lot of rain down there. Oh, my word, yes. And on this one, the one day that there was rain, and I had just brought like uh, my sloggers, which are like these, they are just a, a like a rubber clog. Right. Okay, but sometimes in some of the places we were walking, I was like, oh, the I wish I had... were deeper. Yeah, I wish I had a bit better boot on, but I hate that tall rubber boots, and I was very... I was pointing out all these cute half ankle boots, and Casey right. knows I love a leopard print. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, okay. he does. So there, I find my leopard rubber booties. Well, I know that's not going to be the only present. Right. There's another clue on those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what get, was? Get to the end of the mm-hmm. clues. There's a bag from Golden Treasures, which mm-hmm. is Casey's go-to jewelry store. Jewelry store, and a beautiful jewelry store on Grand Avenue. Yeah, and he has bought me a lot of things. But remember when I was a fool like four years ago and said I don't want anything else? No more jewelry. Don't bite me. Last year I told him the jewelry thing is over. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking. I'm like, why would anyone ever say that? Anyway, I find a band, a diamond and ruby band, and rubies your birthstone. Five rubies. And it's I mean, so pretty. It's so pretty. And he knows I love bands. Yeah, bands are great. Cause band he, style. They don't get hooked on things. And it's anyway. so pretty, Lori. Anyway, he's so cute. He I, he still gives me butterflies. So I really like him. And I just thought, I am, I am lucky. And I have had so many nice... My sister wrote me the sweetest card. My mm-hmm. brother... I mean, I've had really a lot of, lot of nice things. You made me an amazing... Uh, mix CD, which I with all the what are we calling that one? Just the summer hits? Oh no, it's it's things you don't even know are okay. great yet. Yeah, it's it's emerging music too. I'm so excited about this. And thank you, Joe, because it is a lot of work. It's a dollar twenty nine a song. <laughs> I know that. And my yes, it is. like and twenty then, songs, and then you have to wait for the internet to work, right? And then you got to, and wait. you've got the internet unfriendly house. Oh, I do. Oh, you know, you're like in that little black zone there oh but i i'm so excited for you to listen to it so i listened yeah. to it on my ipod today oh, on the good. way to work and i'm just like it, it's so fun but then you got this fun new are well, you gonna I read the card game. i got it well i just Sniglachar, barb yes. and carla they send all three of us always our birthday cards every year we consistently get cards it's, from those ladies it's so. kind of it's so sweet it is very and thoughtful sweet. and it's kind of beyond i know and they always write uh sweet you know, things sweet things basically they always tell us keep sending out the fun positive vibes yes okay so yes and then uh you gave me a very cute card with lots of um, phrases I'm not ready to share. Okay. With. And then my <laughs> bonus daughter <laughs> sent me a new game. Do you guys know? Did you guys ever watch Chardonnay Go? Like no. online, the viral no. thing? No. No. Anyway, it's a, it's a board game for wine lovers, moms, and other shameless people. The classic board game meets dirty charades. Oh, it's for, dear. And it says on one side of the box, message for kids, you will hate this game. It involves chores, folding laundry, and algebra. It's adult game night. Go away. <laughs> and it's based on the viral video sensation Chardonnay Go, viewed over 24 million times. So I don't know how to play it, but here's some of the questions. All right, try us. I'll give this question to Donnie. Donnie, okay. name three designer handbags. 
three designer handbags. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Spade, uh, Michael Kors, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Chanel. Yes, sure. Donnie. Okay. Okay. Julia calls someone at the table a slut without using the word slut. <laughs> you have an amazing way of taking your clothes off in front of a lot of people, and I don't judge you for it, All but right. others might. All right. Very good. Um, Donnie, name three sex positions. Three sex positions. Uh, cowboy stunt. Cowboy. Wow. Uh, reverse cowboy. Wow. Uh, doggy. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Julia, name three NFL quarterbacks. Um, Warren Moon, Fran Tarkington, and... Um, They're all retired. It doesn't matter. She oh, said quarterbacks. Right. And the last right, one right. is going to be that guy from... Um, um, the Patriots. No, uh, Brett Favre. Okay, there you go. All right. Um, uh, yeah, so... It, I, quick, I, don't, though. I like this. I don't know how it goes. I'm going to give Donnie this last one okay, just perfect. because it's my birthday and I can do this. Yeah, hey, Give four nicknames for vagina. <laughs> four, four nicknames for vagina. Yeah. Let's yep, see. Let's do uh, it. Uh, flower. Uh-huh. Uh, JJ. Shorten it up. Uh, shorten mm-hmm. it up. Veg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, 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 how about the old pocketbook? Yeah, or sweet spot. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's many box lunch at the wide. Remember I'm, that I old one? I'm, I'm going old school yeah, there. No, I'm not. I almost said something I shouldn't say. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I know. There's some very, uh, Anyway, I kind of like the speed thing. Yeah, so it, I think we have to play the game around and then tomorrow we'll ask you. Yeah, maybe. But I just thought this is kind of, it was a, it was a, it seems like it's going to be a fun new board game for she us. She always, she Last year I got the, the, the Bonics, microphone. the microphone. The and I had box. to buy my own for myself because I was so jealous of it. Oh yeah, it's so good. Anyway, all right, we got to go. We got to go because we've got to get to our story. We can't get enough of. After all this time, I'm just as Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on uh, this Thursday. Your birthday, day. My birthday. Thanks for the birthday wishes. People are giving me on Facebook yeah. and probably tweet me, but Twitter is down right now. Twitter is it, down. Oh, yeah, I saw that earlier. Yeah, yeah. it is down. Um, but last night, um, it really, I think maybe in the last maybe 10 years that we really kind of started paying attention to the ESPY Awards when Hollywood meets sports, which is exactly. our intersection. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, Tree, I, I missed the beginning with Tracy Morgan, but when I was watching on Twitter... Everyone uh, says it was a bomb, inappropriate, and people bad. People didn't like it, but it so, was an epic night. Sandra Bullock was there. I saw her. She gave whatever the, the women's soccer team. I mean, they had their parade in New York, flew across country, got to L.A., and there's Sandra Bullock. Had their Bullock. hair and makeup done, I think, on the plane, because they looked fabulous. They looked amazing, and we're, we're just always used to seeing them, you know, like in their yeah. soccer gear. So they looked great, and Sandra Bullock was there. It was just, it was really a fun night, but always at the ESPYs, one of the... Most talked about moments every year since at least we've I've been paying attention to it, which I think is as long as you have, Julia, is when they give the Jimmy V Award. And I think, Donnie, you'd agree. Yeah, it's a cur- the Courage Award. It's the Courage Award yeah. named after... Jim Valvano. 
That's right. Who was? He was the uh, ba- longtime basketball coach. Uh, he won a national championship with North Carolina State back in the 80s. Okay. Yeah, and it's named after him. And I can't remember what kind of cancer Prostate. he had. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he just gave just a really amazing speech that last year that he was alive. And so every year when someone wins it, it's always very, very moving. And this year it was this guy named Rob Mendez, and he's a high school football coach for the JV team. And he was born without arms or legs due to this rare disorder. And in the package, before he gets up to accept his award, they show him as, I don't know, he must have been one. And he's rolling around his family's living room, you know, and he's... right. No arms, no legs. He's just a torso and a body. And I'm and I'm just thinking, oh how, my gosh, you know the parents, hard. right? And everything to have this kind of a uh, physical challenge, not to have any arms or legs. And he uh, he taught himself football fundamentals. He just loved it. And even though you know he was in a wheelchair, he just loved football. He taught himself video games. Um, he taught himself the football video games, but how does no he... f- f- uh, football fundamentals from watching video games? That's how he learned about it. Jeez. And he um, he when he was thirteen, he was at uh, a, a game at his the high school, or the junior high school, and the coach said, "Oh, would you like a you know team and kind of feel like you're part of the." Team and he's yeah, like, yeah, that, I'd love to wear a jersey. Right, I think he talks about that in the, okay, in the so, piece here. Okay, so here we go. Let's hear from uh, Rob Mendez. Always, you know, from when I was a kid, I've loved sports. So it started with my friends playing football, and when we got into high school, they had invited me I had to go watch the practice. Uh, one of the coaches waved me over, and he says, uh, "Hey, would you like a jersey?" As a 13-year-old kid, that just like lit up my eyes, and with that inclusion, it gave me confidence. Rob began coaching as soon as he graduated high school. He got some opportunities as an assistant, but was passed over for higher positions. The pursuit went on for 14 years in all. And then, last summer, a head coaching opportunity arose with the JV team at Prospect High School, near his hometown in San Jose. At this time, I just want to introduce to you your new JV head coach. Rob Mendez. We don't care that he's ever played. We don't care that he's ever touched the football. We know he can coach. We know he knows the game. And we love him. That's our coach. I want those kids to really be happy with themselves and their differences. If you just really embrace what you have and focus on that, instead of dwelling on what you don't have, it can get you somewhere where you can't even imagine. So I want to go to the varsity level. I want to go to the college level. I want to go to the NFL, if possible. So I don't know where this takes me, but at the same time, this is not where it stops. It was so emotional. But, People were just crying, and his team went eight two in his first. Right. And season. just think of the inspiration. I mean, you don't think you can do it? Come on, you've got two legs, dude. Yeah, you look can't at catch me. it. Yes, you can. Yeah. I mean, and I just love it that your mind can work so much. You don't need all your body part. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Don't I, focus on what you don't, don't have. have. And that's fo- what he said when he yeah. got up there. And it was just like, I mean, people were... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that 
that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just like, wow, you know. And What a great guy. Yeah. Uh, here's a little bit, a okay. recap from GMA of just okay. sort of the overall night. On one of the biggest nights in sports, 23 iconic women were the biggest stars. The World Cup champions added two more awards to their list of accolades. Sorry, but this is probably the second best trophy we won this week. Yeah. <laughs> Here's to the next World Cup in another four years. Thank you. <laughs> the night was about recognizing the sports world's best and brightest, like Drew Brees, who delivered what some are calling the most valuable husband moment. First and foremost, I'd like to thank my wife, Brittany Brees. I love you so much. I fall more in love with you each and every day. That led to a tricky situation for Dwayne Wade. Thank you to, uh, to Drew Brees. Uh, because of what you said to your wife on stage, my wife looked at me with a death stare. <laughs> and said, if I don't say something up here, the car ride home is going to be long. Game-changing newcomers graced the stage like Zion Williamson, winning Best College Athlete. Thank you. I love Duke. Wish I could have stayed his second year, but I had, a, had other things to do, so thank you. But on this night that was dedicated to incredible athletes, it was Coach Rob Mendez, born without arms and legs, that inspired us all. So for anyone out there not sure if they can do something, it can be in sports, it can be in your job, it can be in your life, whatever it is, I'm here to tell you that you can do it. You've got to be passionate. You've got to work at it. But it can happen. And I'm not done yet. Aww. I know. Ooh, great story. And you know who I'm just going to say always looks amazing, but I think even more so last night, Lindsay Vaughn. Oh, she had a great dress on. Oh my she gosh, presented that dress yeah. is gorgeous. Yeah, really gorgeous. She presented, I can't remember what award, but yeah, she looked really great. Sandra Bullock, of course. Donnie posted the yes. whole red carpet. Yes, I did indeed. Zion looked like a million bucks. I loved his Who little Who was the joke. guy that wore the Prada jumper tan thing? Donnie, I think he was a football player. Oh, who, I'd have to look at the guy. It had a pocket in front. It was uh, like a weird outfit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it was know. like it was he was wearing his book bag on his pullover vest yeah. in front. And yeah, it, was yeah. pri- it was the weirdest outfit ever. I didn't know. Oh, okay. I, I, don't, I only really know who the hall. I know who Zion is because for yes. some reason I got involved with the draft. Yes, you did. It's, don't even even some ask. reason I got, got involved, involved with the draft. Wow. I know you it. and the NBA draft. I know it, but <laughs> I was enchanted by Zion. I just yeah. think he's like a great kid. He's got a great story. And um, anyway, so I just, you know, we always like it when Hollywood and sports intersect. And then we get the news that uh, a beloved character from Willy Wonka passed away. That's yes. another reason I can't get bummed about my birthday. Uh, Denise, You're still alive. That's right. Denise, for crying out loud. Denise, Denise Nickerson, Violet Beauregard, the ultimate bubblegum-chewing girl yes. in Willy Wonka, died at the age of 62. Uh, 
I don't know if she had a stroke. She did, she did have a stroke about a year ago, okay. and, her, and her family was keeping her yeah. going, and then she, something major just happened in the last yeah. month. Yeah, so anyway, can we have a little Violet? Uh, yeah, real quickly. Here okay. we go. It's tomato soup. It's hot and creamy. I can actually feel Thumb it running steppers. down my throat. This sure is great soup. Hey, the second course is coming up. Roast beef and a baked potato. Mm. With sour cream? <laughs> What's for dessert, baby? Dessert? Here it comes. Blueberry pie and cream. It's the most marvelous blueberry pie I've ever tasted. And then she just starts getting bigger and bigger and oh, bigger. Yeah. And anyway, she said that whole scene in that... Uh, For Hollywood and hooray for Chris Hewitt Hi, from the Chris. Star Tribune. We're going to talk movies. What's going on? Hello. Hi. We never talked to you. It in. Yeah, we I never know. just talked to you on the phone. We miss seeing your face, but we're, you're probably busy writing a review. No, I uh, was doing an interview, and I knew it was going to bump right up against when I needed to hop on the green line, but it went way over when I needed to hop on the green line. So and anyone that. good? Anyone that you can share? Sure. Sue Scott, who used to be on Prairie Home Companion and now yes. has started a podcast that I'm going to write about. All right. Fun. Very, very, very good. Do you have any scoop for us on what uh, went down with Jane Fonda and Evine? I don't. You know, I was there. Uh, were you guys there? No. no. We were both out of town. She was so fantastic. Was it? Uh, but it didn't even come up. And then uh, uh, our business reporter, Jackie Crosby, came over and asked me later on, hey, did anybody mention Evine? And I sure don't remember seeing the logo or anything. And it certainly wasn't spoken about. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know. We want to We want to know if anyone yeah. knows. What the, what, the, what the scoop mm-hmm. is. Okay, so I saw... Well, the, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say the other irony is that the company that they were talking about creating sounds kind of a lot like the one that her character operates on Grace and Frankie. I mean, you know, beauty items and clothing. And right. Right. Nipped in the bud. Yeah, nipped in the bud is right. Okay, so Kamel Najani is everywhere promoting a movie. I don't even know what it is. Uh, I saw him on uh, Andy Cohen last night, and I yep. never could catch. What is the movie he's in? It's called Stuber, and he plays kind of the title role. He's a guy whose name is Stu, who drives an Uber, and one day he gets a message to pick somebody up who turns out to be Dave Bautista, who is a cop who can barely fit into Stu's little car <laughs> and who essentially takes him on a trip to pursue some drug dealer murderer type people and it's funny it's very formulaic i mean it's sort of a lethal weapon rush hour type thing a buddy movie with two guys who are mismatched but kumail nanjiani is so funny he is i feel like i would watch him do practically anything and in i i don't know this to be the case but i suspect that he improvised a lot of his material or wrote a lot of his material since we know he's a terrific comedy writer from the big six yeah everything he says is basically the highlight of the movie oh is that it though two and a half Um, stars Two and a half stars. No, three actually. You did give oh, it three. Wow. Pretty good. 
Um, Dave Bautista turns out to be funnier than than you maybe would imagine he would be, since mostly we've seen him grunting in the movies so far. But uh, really the only thing I would ding it on is that it is a little bit formulaic. But another thing that you guys might like, that I like, is it's really brief. Like, it knows exactly what it's doing and knows exactly not to overstay its welcome. So it's like, I think it's 93 minutes Mm -hmm. and pretty much entertaining for the whole 93. Really? Okay, good. All right, were you as scared at Midsummer as everyone is saying that you are going to be? I feel like scared is not quite the right word. It was the word that was used in our headline. But I it's more, to me, upsetting or <laughs> nervous-making. or mm-hmm. Like, you feel very on edge for the whole movie. And, in fact, I went with a friend, and a couple of times I kind of just snuck looks at him to make sure he was okay because there was stuff going on on screen that was so upsetting. But, oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, my. Oh, dear. So it's upsetting. It is very upsetting. Like, and anxiety. upsetting. Okay. It did you like it? With, I did, but I'm a person who likes movies that make me feel something, even if what that feeling is is bad. Gloria which like I it. would say is pretty much like what this is. So uh, I think it's a particular person who's going to go for this movie, but it definitely takes you on a journey in a way that I think most movies are not able to do. All right. Okay. I definitely want to see that. Gloria and, will totally go. And how about uh, Spider-Man? That cleaned up at the box office yeah. uh, Far From Home. Were you a fan? It, oh, we should also mention Midsummer has full frontal male nudity, which might oh, be another. Thank you, thank floor. you. Yeah, um, we would like to see more flagpoles, whether at half mast or all the way up in movies. We, we never would? do. Yes, we would. Oh, Just okay. Equal opportunity, right? Equal opportunity nudity. For sure. Yeah. There's some of both, by the way. Okay, good. Um, I did like Far From Home. It's, I think one thing that might be a little bit surprising, but also to me was appealing about it for people is that it's almost a romantic comedy. Uh, Spider-Man goes on a European vacation with his friends who we met in the last Spider-Man movie, and they get into a variety of hijinks while they're looking at Prague and going to the Eiffel Tower and all those places. Oh, fun! And they're attacked by uh, various creatures that Spider-Man has to deal with when he thought he was just going to be on vacation. But a lot of it has to do with Tom Holland and Zendaya and the sort of sparks they strike off each other. They have good chemistry, don't they? Oh, they really do. I could totally see them as a couple. Yeah, do you think they're dating? Because I kind of feel like uh, I want them to be, or maybe that's just something the movie people have planted in our minds. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we would have heard more about that if they were. Like, they'd be, the movie people would be hopping on right, that if that's they could have on it. So, I bet not. I would say that she reads as way more mature than he does. So, mm-hmm. she's probably with, you know, some 35-year-old guy. Yeah, you know, really? Tom Holland, I think, Julia, your oldest son looks is a doppelganger know, for Tom do. Holland. So my, he's so cute. She thinks... He is, he is so cute, but he looks like your son. Every time I see him on screen, I'm like, oh, there he is. Julia's wife acting as well. And the, the movie was co-written by, I forget if we ever have talked about this show. Did we ever talk about the sitcom Marry Me with Casey Wilson? No. No. Oh, it was such a funny show. It was only on for one season. I think it was on NBC for one season, probably three or four years ago. Really funny. And anyway, one of the, the creators of that show 
co-wrote the Spider-Man movie, and you can totally tell that there's that experience with really quick, like, pack-the-jokes-in kind of material in the movie. It's it's a very funny superhero movie in between explosions. Okay, okay. And, and then what about Toy Story 4? I'm asking this for my mom. She's Everyone loved it. She's thinking, she how can she not take the 5- and the 8-year-old to this movie? Yeah, she has to take the 5- and the 8-year-old mm. to the movie. It's that good. It's delightful. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like those movies have a really hard act to follow because, I mean, there is no better animated franchise in the history of really animated movies. So each time out, you kind of go in with these expectations like, oh, are they going to be able to come up with interest, interesting things to do with Woody and, and uh, Buzz? And right. Is it going to live up to the last one? And honestly, I don't think four is the best one. Okay. I would still say maybe three is the best one for me. But it's really, really, really good. It's sweet, and it's funny, and it has probably a little bit more adventure than usual. And it has a really interesting villain who is voiced by Christina Hendricks. Oh, oh okay. And then how did you like the addition of Duke Kaboom, voiced by Keanu Reeves? I feel like that's the best name of a character <laughs> in Don't an animated so? movie ever. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's basically Evil Knievel, uh, a little toy that's sort of a daredevil toy. And Keanu Reeves is hilarious. <laughs> is he? So funny. You get a sense, which I don't think has always been the case with his other work, that he has a self-awareness. Um, based on this performance, like he does not take himself seriously at all. He's really enthusiastic. It's almost like with us not seeing him, he doesn't feel like he has to be cool. Like it sometimes seems like his performances are a little preoccupied with. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot. And what a great year he's having. Too, oh, that it's John the, Wick movie was super fun too. Yeah, it's the Keanu Sons. It's official. It totally is. Yeah. And I have to see the one with um, Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Have you guys seen that? Yes, it's it's, it's so good. Delightful. Yeah. It really is. Always call me maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just delightful. And she is, it's so good. Okay, what about Booksmart coming back to the theaters again? I'm glad it is because, you know, when it opened, I guess it was Memorial Day weekend. Yes. People were like, all the stories were like, oh, it underperformed. And you kind of felt like, who thought it was going to be able to compete against all the superhero movies? It's a really quiet, little, funny comedy about two high school girls who sort of go on a blowout uh, weekend before they dedicate themselves to their college careers. Uh, So I don't think it was ever going to be like a huge blockbuster but i'm glad it's back and i think people uh, have heard that they sort of missed out on a gem so they'll be able to see it starting this weekend again okay good i I like that and then um theater wise did you check out guys and dolls we know donnie went to it at the guthrie and said it was fabulous (coughs) i did and i concur you do I have seen Guys and Dolls a lot. Like, I've probably seen, oh, I don't know, maybe even a dozen productions of it over the years. And by far, my favorite Miss Adelaide, which is the best part in the show, is in this production. She was amazing. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Yeah, she's incredibly funny. We don't even know. We'll figure it out. We have to go see it. Yeah, we do have to go see this. You do. And she's this 
character who has been engaged for 14 years to a sort of low-level gangster guy, and uh, as a result of that prolonged engagement, she has cold-like symptoms that she sings about in her most famous song, which is called Adelaide's Lament. And people probably, a lot of people have probably seen a production of Guys and Dolls, mm-hmm. and that part is pretty much always played in a somewhat similar way. She's kind of got a baby doll voice, and she's quirky and Bernadette Peters-ish. And the woman who's playing the part at uh, the Guthrie is in that same vein, but she just finds so many jokes that you never knew were there, and it's just a really fresh and also really poignant performance. Okay. Oh, fun. We have to, we have to go see that. I know it. And then um, I wanted to ask you, and because Julia and I were talking about this yesterday, the grandson of... Of Hammer, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein, one of the guys, he called the, oh, he was on a, um, a talk bro- show. A, Bagels a, and Bagels Broadway. and Broadway podcast. <laughs> and he thinks that the Oak, New, the New Oklahoma is a travesty. Now, didn't you see that on Broadway? I did, and I loved it. Yeah. Why do you, why did he call it a travesty, do you think? He well, said his, he said his grandfather would be rolling in his grave at what they've done with this scorched. I think just because he has the same last name as one of the creators doesn't mean he necessarily knows what they would think about this production. Oh, there you go. I bet they would be, like Stephen Sondheim has said, he... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He has been with sort of rethinkings of his productions. I bet they'd be really excited that somebody found new ideas in a show that was created 70 years ago and that was a huge trailblazer at the time. Mm -hmm. I bet they'd be excited that it's blazing trails again. But, I mean, I will say that if you go into it expecting it to be, you know, the Oklahoma that you grew up with, it it is a very different thing. Even though they haven't changed a word of the script, it's very tough-minded. It has to do with how difficult women's roles would have been on the uh, mm-hmm. in the wild, essentially wild west, and it talks uh, about the legacy of colonialism in the wild west. So it it definitely is a much tougher Oklahoma than probably he was ready to go see. Yeah. All right. But on the other hand, the Rogers and Hammerstein estate approved it. So they did. Yeah. Oh, that's what I, I said. Know. Yeah. I, well, anyway, okay. Well, I I was pretty sure that you had seen that. And we just wanted to get your reaction on it. Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for being with us today. We're not going to keep you any longer because you're on the phone. Sorry, I didn't get to see you. But next time, yes, next time, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. That's Chris Hewitt. You can follow him at Hewitt. Uh, at Hewitt Strib is how you follow him for movie and uh, theater stuff. When we come back, we've got a little continuation of some Hollywood, including some news on the Amy Adams film based on one of our favorite books last year, Women in the Window. Feeling the chain smokers with Kelsey Ballerini. I like her voice. Mm-hmm. I do like her voice too. Yeah. You wanna? Did we mention that we're giving away oh, yeah. tickets today That's to Forty Second Street to a lovely performance? 
You get to so opening at the Ordway will be there July 25th, 25th. and we're doing a little cocktail yeah, story before the performance. I'm excited. I've never seen 42nd either. Street. I've, I haven't either. And I've never seen Guys and Dolls. So we, and have, two, we have two big things we got to see this summer. It's about yes. darn time. It really is. They're going to pull our theater card. Yes. They are. Such as it is. We're going to play guest the celebrity voice later in the show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Amy Adams, you know, we got the news almost like within a month of talking to A.J. Finn, and that was like a year ago in January when we talked to him about his book, The Woman in the Window. Right. And then he got in a little hot water because didn't he, like, I think he sort of, like, made up some of his yep. credentials yep. on his... That is right. Whatever. Yep. Yes. But then he owned up to it. But anyway, mm-hmm. the book was fantastic. Unbelievable. And Amy Adams is cast in the movie, and it's already it's already been filmed. It was right. made in New York last August. So... Anyway, uh, she plays this agoraphobic child psychologist who witnesses a crime, but also has something else devastating that happened to her in her life that she's dealing with. And she thinks she she sees this crime outside of her window. Right. And she can't leave. Yeah, which she can't leave her home. And Mm -hmm. so it was going to open October 4th. Mm -hmm. Prime real estate. Disney. That's New Year's Eve baby's day. If you your parents Uh-oh. did it on New Year's Eve, you have an October fourth birthday. Oh, okay. There you go. I love <laughs> okay. it. my sister that. has it. Well, my and so does my guy. I mean, my mom uh, always says your your dad and his brothers they always have hunting babies, right? Because okay. out of my dad's, um, he's got three siblings, mm-hmm. and the three brothers out of like the ten kids or eleven kids, nine of us have July birthdays. Wow. Isn't that something? <laughs> That's something. That is yep. amazing. Deer hunting, hunting babies. babies. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So Disney, when they bought Fox back in uh, March, they are shuffling things around. Yes, they are. Because it was a huge purchase. Huge purchase. Listen to this. They're taking it out of 2019. They're retooling the picture, including reshoots. Yeah. And... And they're going to release it. Well, they they they're going to release it in um, twenty twenty. And they they explain that it's a very hard story to tell, as a lot because of these, there's a third act reveal yep. in the end of the book. Yep. And so, and with, a lot of it's inside her mind. Yep. And with the merger of the companies, they're just saying it's not good enough, and we want to make more money on it. We want it to be great. All right. Yeah. Confused early yep. test audiences. It also stars Gary Oldman and Julie Ann Moore and Tracy Letts adapted uh, the book to the screenplay. And Tracy Letts is married to Coons. Yeah, Carrie Coons. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Coons. Carrie Coons. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Coons. Yes. Just making it all. Yeah, I know. We circle. got it. Thank you. Boy, anyway, but- test audiences really how can hold a lot of weight, huh? Well, of course, if people don't like, like the it. The movie's confusing. Yeah, and it's such a hit. I mean, it should be a really great movie. And it is a psychological thriller along the lines of Gone Girl. And it has to be done right. Because remember, without Gone Girl, it's told by three different characters. Voices. Right, and yeah. like, I will give you the more recent example, though. Gone Girl was pretty good. Yeah. We liked it. But The Woman on the Train, which is a runaway bestseller yeah. book, the movie did nothing. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. And it, the book was so unbelievable. And again, that one, because that said in the mind, told in uh, of the an mind, alcoholic woman, so you don't even know if it's real. And then it's right, told yeah. from a couple other character sure. angles, just like Woman in the right. Window. So I I think it's smart. Okay. Uh, we got this news uh, yesterday. Catherine Heigl, uh, option Firefly Lane, uh, the 
best-selling book by Kristen Hanna. Which we absolutely love. It's going to be... She's due for another book. Well, she had The Great Alone. Yeah, the, the Alaska book, book. The Alaska book last summer, mm-hmm. and that book was... Firefly Lane, if you've never read that it. That is one of her first books. Christian it's Hannah, fabulous. it's fabulous. fabulous. And it's gonna she's gonna do it on Netflix. Yep. And she's gonna play it's about two friends that have been friends forever, four decades of friendship. Kelly and Kate. Uh-huh. It's really a wonderful I hope this I mean, I love this because Kristen Hannah is really a wonderful mm-hmm. author too. She's fabulous. She wrote The Nightingale. Yeah. And oh. We just love her books too. The Lake One, whatever mm-hmm. that one was. She, and so this is coming out in so a couple Catherine years. So Catherine she's starring it, she's executive producing it. This she's is how ho- she's going to get jobs. Yeah, she's hoping That's to right. have it out in 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. She needs a hip. Yeah. Well, and it's a good one that she It's optioned. a very good one. It is. And then uh, Nicole uh, Kidman, uh, she got a dog today. Donnie posted it. first dog. So sweet. Her first dog first ever. First dog ever. That's, That's what she says. Yeah, wow. Well, you never own your own dog, have you? Julia, I had a dog until I was 25 years old. And your I was parents. traumatized. But no. A family dog well, isn't family. your parents. It's no. a family dog. Okay, but you have never personally on your own. No, Julia, I don't want to have okay. a dog. I only want a dog on Pinterest and in my mind. And if anything were to happen to my darling, darling husband who gives me butterflies, maybe I would think about it. But no, I have had no... I I don't know. Ain't nobody got time for a dog. Who's going to watch it? Well, that's what parenting and, is. Okay. And animals. And Julia, care I was things. devastated when we had to put Missy. You were 25. Down. Julia, but we well, That dog. doesn't matter. The age. Don, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Johnny. I, we got that dog when I was nine <laughs> years old, and we had him until I was 25. Our whole family was devastated yeah. because Springer Spaniels don't usually live. No, they don't. Like 16 years mm-hmm. or whatever he was. Oh, Black Mist of Sir Lawrence. Good dog. So I thought that's it. You did not. No, you I did. Just, you I thought I'd never. I, no, I'm never having a dog. You, you it's too devastating. My roommate had a dog, Lita, mm-hmm. and she was like, you know, like a cousin dog. <laughs> you know, I love it. She was cousin a, dog. Cousin was dog. an auntie twice removed to this <laughs> right. dog, which meant she had to feed it once a year and walk it once a year when her roommate was out. No, one time we left Lita alone when we stayed out on a boat on Lake Minnetonka, uh, and she was home alone for 24 hours. And she pooped all over really? our house. And we put bandanas <laughs> around our face. And we're oh. gagging and retching. I, yucky, yuck. Well, how about the breakout? I mean, it was a golden retriever. They're beautiful dogs. How about the breakout of um, whatever that from Big, Big Island? Oh, My yeah. kid was on yeah. Minnetonka yeah. during the 4th and the 5th. Did he get sick? He said, Mom, we never went to Big Island. Oh, okay. Well, so, it's so packed. But I, I, everyone at Big Island, I mean, they're up to 114 people. Yeah. Yeah, beaches are closed. That damn goose poop. <laughs> it's gross. Whatever. Yeah. I think no, that's what it, it is. Yeah. I don't know. Poop. Yeah. And then getting in your mouth. No! Your eyes. No! You know, whatever. I never put my head underwater in Lake Minnetonka unless I was water skiing or something. Oh, no. <laughs> and especially I, a big island. Oh, I put my head underwater when you're really hot. Anyway, uh, Nicole Kidman, she's producing some TV stuff. So, you know, all these ladies from Big Little Eyes and, you know. Every, the women them. are getting busy. They are getting busy. And Love we're, we're going to get busy. We got Holly is going to.